massacre. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. One one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand, four one thousand. just leave the letter there? <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's a Tuesday night. Yes, it is Tuesday night, and we're sitting here together, Jessica and I, ready for another episode of It's a Classic, the podcast where Gen Z versus Gen X and the movies that I grew up with to see if they truly are a classic. And this week, we've got a big one this week because it was one of the biggest movies of the year it came out. It's also considered, in, in at last estimate, the most expensive movie that came out in the 80s. $70 million. $70 million. to nearly $150 million yes, today. Yes, yes. And that movie is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And I don't know if you expected us to talk about this, but I think we said we were... Did we yeah, say we were doing I think it? We okay. So we said we were doing it. And so, uh, Jessica, had you heard of this movie before? Absolutely. I mean, I share a name with one of the characters. Well, yes, so. <laughs> yes, yes. But I mean, had you really understood what it was before you saw it? A little bit. I knew that there was a funny rabbit guy. Okay. And I knew that it was one that my parents... Parents always talked about were like you're you're too young to see that movie yet. Well, when you were little, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it's rated PG, but it does have. It, I'm surprised with how much it got away with. Well, there's a little bit. It, it's not nearly as as risque uh, as um, you you're led to believe. There was actually a movie that came out a few years later called Cool World, which kind of had a, a premise of a of a uh, animator who gets into his own creations. You know, this comic he drew and the girl seduces him. <laughs> so you have a live character in a cartoon who is there. Yeah, it's it was Gross. weird. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> creepy. Um, so th- while this this presented itself as potentially something like that, it, 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 it truly comes out to be a little more benign. And it's- though really the PG rating, I would say, pushing it is just how freaky and scary the bad it's guy is so scary oh my gosh he's terrifying yeah all right well let's get into this this movie came out in 1988 uh it is uh, a directorial effort by robert zemeckis who you would know from back to the future oh robert zemeckis directed back to the future in fact if i am correct in my order back to the future was the movie he had done just before who framed roger rabbit he had done a couple of episodes of amazing stories but he uh, uh, jumped into this movie, um, which technologically is one of the, one of the Crazy. biggest groundbreaking achievements in animation at the time. I know there have been many, many more, and a lot of movies have taken the cues from it, like Space Jam and others. Um, but when you think back to 1988, the idea that live characters would inhabit a movie with cartoon characters, and not just cartoon characters. Some of the cartoon yeah, characters. Yeah, like famous cartoon Mickey characters. Mickey and Bugs Bunny in the same seat. Like, Did that surprise you? Yes. Okay. So, it, totally, like, seeing, I was like, oh, I'm just going to see a few, like, random ones. And I saw the three pigs, and I was yeah. like, oh, that's, that's as 
good as, as it's gonna get yeah. like this is how and then crazy. it just keeps going, keeps going. <laughs> they're both on screen and i'm like what in the world well and this movie was made by touchstone pictures which was a division of disney um disney owned touchstone um and we'll get to a little bit about that disney or about that mickey uh bugs bunny that whole thing because yeah. that's important why that they show up on screen together so, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? It's based on a book called Who uh, Who Censored Roger Rabbit. Which is completely dark. Completely dark and not at all <laughs> what this is. Wow. Uh, the premise of the movie is that the cartoons that we grew up with, that, that our grandparents grew up with in the 40s, uh, were all uh, produced through studios, obviously, but that instead of being drawn, these are actual living characters. Now, Real they operate within the physics and the rules of cartoons, <laughs> so you know it's very difficult to kill them. They, they, they don't die. They don't <laughs> die. They can have stuff dropped on their head. There is a way to die. Yes. But we'll get to that. Um, and in this movie, you have Eddie Valiant, who is a private detective, who used to uh, be kind of the private detective to the Toons, to yes. Toontown. They loved him. But then there was an accident. Uh, uh, well, not an accident. There was a case where his brother, who was his partner, got killed by a tune. Yes. Uh, and we know that that tune had a real high squeaky voice. And and so Eddie's brought in to investigate what's going on with Roger Rabbit, uh, one of the maroon cartoon stars. Yes. Who's blowing his lines. And he's they, very goofy and funny. Yeah, and he's, that, he's that kind of, a, he's really a... Kind of a mix of Mickey Bugs and Daffy. You know, yeah. he's all kind of thrown together. He's got the voice silly, of goofy, you know. Mickey, but he's kind of just airheaded. Yeah, yeah. And so Roger's having some issues, and so they want to do an investigation. They think it leads back to Roger's wife, Jessica Rabbit. Yes. And uh, in the the big twist at the time was that Jessica Rabbit is not a rabbit. She is <laughs> she is the femme fatale bombshell, yeah. the over exaggerated. Uh, in every possible way, uh, <laughs> beauty, seductress kind of character. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, Bob Hoskins, who played Eddie Valiant, when, when he was filming, obviously there's nobody in front of him. Yeah. They said, uh, what does Jessica Rabbit look like? And he said, they said, picture the sexiest woman you could in the whole world. And when the movie came out, he goes, that is way further than what I thought. Oh, my gosh. He goes, that was way more risque than what I pictured Dang. in my head. So anyway, so there's a whole conspiracy, and we won't necessarily have to get into the whole thing, but basically yeah. what it boils down to is somebody's buying up all the property uh, in in Los Angeles and Hollywood. Uh, the next thing that's up on the docket is Toontown. Somebody's trying to buy Toontown. Uh, but there's a will that yes. uh, that uh, uh, Acme, Marvin Acme, who owns Acme, you, exactly what you think it yeah. is. Uh, he has the deed to Toontown. And, uh, and they his, all love him. And they all love him. And in his will, he was going to hand off uh, Toontown to the Toons when he passes away. However, there is a little side thing that he might be having a little bit of a fling with Jessica. And uh, yeah. which is a little weird. They play a little patty cake. The most uncomfortable scene yeah. I've had to sit there with my dad. Yeah. By the way, uh, 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 romance in the Toontown is playing patty cake, which I thought was one of the most hilarious things. And I almost cried. You almost cried. <laughs> but uh, but there's this whole big mystery, and in in the meantime, there's this character, the judge, played by Christopher. Uh, uh, oh. I keep. I want to say Christopher Chris, Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. How can I? I get my yes. Christophers mixed up. Christopher Lloyd, not Christopher Walken, which know? I wanted to say. Who's Doc Brown? Yes. yes. His character doesn't blink at all on I screen. I did know that. Yeah. It does. He does, he not... does not blink because 
uh, of, uh, well, we're not going to give it away because if you've never seen this movie and you're maybe Jessica's age and you've never seen this movie, we don't want to give away too much of the plot. However, well, we'll give a little bit away. It was to make them scary. Yeah, yeah it was to make them scary. Judge Doom, which is a great name. Judge Love Doom. Love that, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, Judge Doom wants, uh, you find out he's after Toontown. Um, he wants to uh, take it over. And he's also created this thing called The Dip. Which is so it is a mixture. I'm trying to find it. I just had it up. It's like turpentine. And it is. Where did it go? It's anything that can erase art. Yes, basically. and it's actually a real thing that animators would use to help erase. I can't find it anymore. But um, it was a mixture of like turpentine, acetone, and something else. Oh, okay. And, it and it, would, yeah. it's legitimately something that they would use to fix cartoons whenever they would mess them up. Yep, yep, yep. But this is used as this more of like a... This is used as an execution for, for va- tunes. And, and it's, again, the first nightmare sequence is that yeah, cute little shoe who gets dipped into the dip. The same person who voices Bart Simpson. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay. This okay. shoe is... That's... Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, well, okay. So, back to this movie. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth with you know crazy cartoon little inside jokes and and one-liners and it's really <laughs> it's it's cute at the same time there's a little bit of an edge to it it's kind of unsettling it's a little bit like a little bit weird. unsettling yeah yeah um interestingly when they test screened this their main test screen audiences were 18 and 19 years old and everyone every one of them hated it absolutely hated I this can movie see that. and they not that I hate out. this movie but I'm like I can tell why yeah and and uh, almost the entire audience walked out, and Robert Zemeckis wow. says, "We're not changing a thing in this movie." Huh. Uh, so, what the movie you saw is, or we see, is the movie he wanted. Uh, there were some conditions for the animators that they had to do that they had to have the camera move during the action so that they didn't look like the characters were just drawn on the screen and flat. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a flat screen. It was. They had to interact physically with as many things as they possibly could. Interesting. And they had to use shadows and light in a way that had never been done. In and, fact, oh, go ahead. And that's crazy to think about because there are over 140 characters. I know, 140 in this characters. movie, and every single one of them is doing something. Yep, yeah, they all interact with stuff. Um, they, uh, they, there's, there's the scene you immediately spotted it when Roger's handcuffed to Eddie, and you're like, okay. How did they do that? And there's a great making of where you get to see all the things that they yeah. had to do. Um, there is an actual uh, uh, kind of a, a a phrase that has now been coined. Bumping the lamp. Bumping the lamp. Why? I did not read that. You didn't read it? So bumping <laughs> I the saw lamp. it. But, um... So bumping the lamp was the scene where Eddie's handcuffed to uh, Roger and they're in his kitchen. They hit the lamp on the ceiling. They hit the light yeah. and it starts swinging. And it was so complex and getting the shadows right. Oh. Uh-huh. That that's bumping the lamp because it it it's a it's something that is very uh challenging but complex to do. Um and so yeah, when you hear about bumping the lamp, uh look that up because it it comes from Roger Rabbit and Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking at it right you're now. You're looking at it right now. List. Yeah, bump the lamp is a term used by Disney employees to refer to going the extra mile on an effect. That some people won't even notice. That some people won't even notice, because I've <laughs> never noticed it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, um, you know, it's it's funny because, like I said, the humor, you've got Baby Herman, 
who is a cute little baby who's 50 years old. He cusses like a sailor. He cusses like a sailor, smokes cigars, and he's a womanizer. Yeah. Um, You've got a a lot of original characters, like uh, Eddie's uh, animated pistol with all of his bullets, and they're all different (laughs) Wild West characters. But let's get to the fact that there are legitimately known properties in this movie. So you talk about you saw the three pigs. Which is one of my favorite, like, classic comic strips and yeah. cartoons and I, like i freaked out when i saw them i was like oh my gosh there they are you've got the hippos yes you have the hippos the you have hippos. the brooms from fan- uh, fantasia, fantasia. Yeah, they come out uh, the pelican here's the interesting thing about the pelican and i can't remember if he's from any uh, disney or warner brothers who are the two companies that are in this involved with their characters but he rides his bike out and he crashes it you know why he crashed it why? Because they it was too hard for them to get the bike to stay upright, so they just rolled it, <laughs> and when it crashed, they had him crash. That's so cute. So I mean, there were things like that that yeah. they had to do on the fly. So you've got like all the main characters: Bugs Bunny, uh, Mickey Mouse. Uh, uh, we have Tweety Bird in there. Tweety Bird. Donald and Daffy have a little like fight in a bar. You know, and it uh, well, it's in the piano bar. Piano bar. And, yeah. and they have a competition. That's when he first sees Jessica Rabbit. Um, that. Uh, you know, you have, and at the end, of course, you have this big cascade of characters yeah. at the end. Here's the deal about Mickey and Bugs and Donald and Daffy. Warner Brothers would only allow certain characters to be used. Yeah. And they had to have as much screen time as Mickey. <gasps> oh. As Disney characters. So okay. what they did was, what they did was they paired them up. That's so that was the easiest way to keep it to make sure that they had the most amount of, you know, the equal but amount of time. That That's actually really interesting. Yeah. Like so you they, have to keep them. You got to keep them. So they paired them together. So they had to be together in order to, uh, to be on screen equal amount of time. Now yeah. that doesn't mean there's not other characters in there because you have uh Tweety Bird, like you said, you've yeah. got Porky Pig, you've got, uh. Uh, oh, Yosemite Sam, yes, he comes you know? like flying out of the air at one point. Well, did you notice that Eddie's gun was given to him by Yosemite yeah, Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he, so there's all these little relationships in there that are that are really funny. Um, you know, this is a detective. It's a it's a noir, mm-hmm. hard boiled detective kind of story, and so. But imagine like one of the like a really like hard like. Well, it's not like like dark, but like dark, dark. doused in color. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, when I mean dark, you know that film noir idea that. You know the seedy underbelly of yeah. you know Hollywood, which some of that's there. Um, you've got the gangster weasels, that kind of thing. There's organized crime and whatnot, <laughs> but uh, you know there there's that cartoon element. I love the part yeah. where they go to Toontown because it's just it's sunshine and ah, but all the rules happy. of cartoons, like the the crazy girl that looks like Jessica Rabbit that's trying to get Eddie yeah. to kiss her. And he does the whole thing where he picks up the road stripes and aims it at a wall. Yeah. And he's like, Toons, get him every time. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Toons cannot uh, resist shaving a haircut. The tune. Two bits. Yeah. You know, you knock on it. Duh, 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 and they can't resist. <laughs> they have to answer it. And so you get those cool, like, rules like that. And so I remember seeing this. Uh, I would think I was at my, uh, we were up in Minnesota with my uh, cousins. We went and saw this movie, oh. I believe. So I do remember my Uncle Gary, had did a pretty, <laughs> he did a pretty good imitation of, of Roger. That's funny. But uh, uh, Charles Fleischman, who played Roger Rabbit, he would actually 
do his lines off screen in a bunny costume. Yeah, he would dress up like him. Yeah. But then when he was walking around the studio, all the other like uh, people involved at the studio who weren't part of the movie would look and go, man, the effects on that rabbit movie are terrible, <laughs> you know, but not realizing what was happening. So, yeah. so what do you think? You, uh, you, you know, do you think this is a kind of movie that is more one of those things that's stuck in time? I think so, because it takes... It takes the classics and it yeah. puts it in there. Now, I was just thinking about those few minutes earlier, like thinking about the fact that there is the classic Disney comics yeah. and the cl- and like the strips and the movies. And I like Snow White. I'm pretty. Isn't she in there at one point at the end? I think she comes in at that big group shot. Yeah, yeah. But like you, it's it was funny looking at that group shot. I don't know if you paused it or not. I can't remember if we did, but we, we didn't did. pause it. But if you do, there's a lot. We of just sat there. there and like pointed all the ones. Yeah. Like there's there's who. Well, when, and when but... I say stuck in time, it, it's the '80s, right? Yeah. You think this movie is more of it's kind of like in that footloose genre of or footloose cabinet, you know, shelf of like Drawer. these are movies that are just really a sliver of that time. Yes, it's it's. You a, really think so? Actually, I don't, because I, I think this is a story that it does a good job of being able to be told again. Well, yeah, and when you watch it, it doesn't, you know how things, uh, effects and stuff deteriorate or they don't hold up. I, I think this actually does. It's, yes, it does, and all the things in this movie are fantastic. It's got its silly moments, but like you look at it and you go, this is insane. Well, like, the, how... silliness is, the silliness is pretty smart, right? Yeah. Because... Uh, you know, Roger, his whole thing is just to be ridiculous. And I mean, and there the are charts, some, like insane. there are some things he does in this movie that are absolutely hysterical. Yeah. But the idea that Toon's purpose is to make people smile, make people mm-hmm. laugh. And without that, they, they don't have that purpose. Um, and even, you know, when you find out the, you know, spoiler alert, we find out that our ultimate bad guy actually is a Toon in disguise. Yes. And the shock of a tune who's gone bad, right? Yeah. You know, uh, with the exception, you know, you got the weasels who are bad, but of course they die laughing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I thought is like, don't you remember what happened to the hyenas? <laughs> and, oh, did they say that? Yeah. That's but this really was well funny. before Lion King. But, oh, um, but uh, yeah, I remember watching it and just sitting there kind of being blown away. I think everybody was. We were yeah. blown away by that. Now, granted, these days you see that kind of stuff all the time. Space mm-hmm. Jam, or which we mentioned before, there are other movies that have animated elements and um, you know interactive interactions like that. But I don't this was... think anyone is going to be able to do it as well as this one because you don't think so? I I don't because it all feels natural and I feel like people out here are going to try to recreate that and they can't because this was so new. Yeah, and it was the first time, and it, it everything looks so good, and you have to have that kind of. I don't know. There's just there's a way it like visibly looks. Well, that I think is that appealing. goes back to the bump the lamp thing. Yeah, because everything's so easily done with computers now. And they have really, I mean, that was engineering, hand drawn, like yeah, attention. because because. Um, Every frame had to be treated as a still picture. Every frame of this movie that had an animated character in it had to be treated as a still picture that they would paint yeah, and then retake the shot like they would do an animation cell. So think about that. Um, 35 millimeter, I forget what the ratio is of frames mm-hmm. to uh, frames to um, film. It's ridiculous. And you think how long it took people to paint that, draw that, and do the animation cells. Yeah. I and mean, then make sure everything's in the right place. And um, it's... It's it's nuts. Blows it my really mind. is. It really is. So I mean, I think from that perspective, it does. I would agree with you. It's it's the top of the game in terms of. And there were so many people who worked on it. I just has, read it had a ten minute uh, 
ending credits because yeah, it was of one of the longest many... credits ever <laughs> like yeah. insane um yeah that was uh over that... 800 people worked on it uh-huh uh-huh and uh you know they you think about how many people went into this but i mean it, it did win awards it won oscars for best uh effects best sound effects it was uh nominated for a lot of those technical ones um it won like the saturn awards which are part of one of the science fiction yeah. you know con- conventions and communities that won best picture um you know you've got uh bob hoskins playing eddie valiant bob hoskins amazing actor which he actually got beat out by th- like he won over th- harrison ford chevy chase and bill murray but here's the bill murray one he, he didn't, he didn't get the call. Yeah, Bill Murray. <laughs> now, Bill Murray is notorious about like being difficult to contact. Uh, he's got an answering machine service uh, at the time that you could contact him. Uh, producers would call, but you never knew if he was going to yeah. call you back. And so he never called back. And later on, found out in an interview with Bob Zemeckis that he had been up for the part, and he was just he was upset. He, he was upset. He, he was like, like oh. I would have taken that in an instant. Um, but that kind of tells you about that 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 strange, uh, uh, like Bill Murray kind of thing. You know, yeah. he's just a he's a quirky dude. But uh, you know, you had all these famous actors. Kathleen Turner was the voice of Jessica Rabbit. Kathleen Turner, if you don't know who that was, is she was kind of like the top femme fatale of the eighties. Yeah. She'd been in all these movies, but she'd been in a movie for Robert Zemeckis called Romancing the Stone, uh, which is a great movie. Have I? I feel like I've seen. that. I don't know if you have. It's got okay. Michael Douglas. Hilarious movie. Uh, Romancing the Stone, and then um, uh, she went on to do a lot of others. Uh, but she was the voice, but Amy Irving was the singing voice for Jessica Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And I think Irving's the only one credited. Um, so, but you had Mel Blanc, you had all the classic voices coming back to do them. Um, you know, Bugs Bunny and Daffy; yeah. those were the classic actor or voice actors. Um, you know, the guys who created this, and so it really is. Um, not only is it a cool story, it really is a tribute movie in Absolutely, a way. Because yeah. you kind of you kind of feel like, and really honestly, if you think back, this was kind of the last time we had these characters with the original voices, right? Yeah. It, it you know, maybe some everyone of, did. Did Betty have her original character? That was actually Betty Boop's original <gasps> character's voice. Really? Yes, yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was her. She had retired oh. that voice and then went on to do uh, Olive Oil and Popeye, but that was her. Oh yeah. That's yeah. that's right. They were gonna have him in the movie. They were, yeah. They were, but they couldn't get him. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> couldn't, uh, couldn't sign him. Couldn't Darn. sign him. You know, and there's a lot of that. You know, it's like, oh, we're gonna have this guy. Oh, we got to replace. Him and they were gonna this. have one of the one of the birds. Oh, it's Donald's friends. Uh, uh, They're at Disney, and you can ride the ride and see them, and they're chasing Donald. I don't know. One of the birds from those was going to be in there. Okay. Yeah, you'll have to. I I, I can't remember. You have to help me out with that. So, but uh, overall, you know, um, highly recommended movie. You know, it's one of these movies that's like there's nothing really shocking about it. There's nothing like really over the top. Like, oh, this is ridiculous. Uh, Minus. Spoiler: Judge Doom getting flattened by a steamroller. That is true. Yeah, and you, yeah, I forgot about flopping that. Flopping up like one of those fishes you used to get at like a Chinese restaurant where you put He's it in your hand Stanley. and it. He's just flat Stanley. <gasps> That's all he is. Yeah, that was true. Judge Scared Doom. The- daylights out of me try to imagine being like eight years old i was i was older than <laughs> and was, then he gets reinflated yeah he reinflates like, himself <gasps> with a helium uh, tank but uh, yeah he gets run over by he gets run over by a uh, by a steamroller because he gets into the acme glue yeah. and throws a punch and it sticks to the steamroller that's coming at him but uh, so and doesn't yeah, his but, face melt off 
uh, uh, he gets dipped. He doesn't know his face is his face is a disguise. He gets dipped. You never actually see what he looks like for real. Yeah, because he's in disguise as Judge Doom. You do see his eyes, which are crazy eyes, and his high pitched voice. But you never actually see him outside no. of the Doom uh, costume, other than those things. But he does. Yeah, you basically get a guy run over by a steamroller, which is. <laughs> definitely one of those things where you're like okay that came out of nowhere yeah but uh yeah and it's it is one of those movies it's so cool and so groundbreaking and uh such a benchmark that you kind of go okay you compare it to something like we've already done like one crazy summer one crazy summer you can talk forever about how ridiculous it is there's not a lot you can say about roger rabbit other than wow i mean this was this was a turning point for ridiculous but it's also like you'd watch it and think you're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Yeah, like just it's, the like it's I I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, you like it a lot. All right. Well, I think that makes sense that we should put our vote on it. Roger Rabbit, who framed Roger Rabbit. Do you believe that it is a classic? I do. Okay. Do you believe that it would translate well to your generation? I think it would. You think it would? All yeah. right. I agree. It's classic. Uh it's got some of my favorite cartoon characters. I love the Warner Brothers stuff, but uh you know, it's a short episode tonight just because yeah. it's such a good movie. I mean, yeah, I mean you know, it's not, not much like just... a movie that we And you can't like it's so transparent with the plot. You're like there's yeah. no hidden like themes. It's just it's, it's just ridiculous. a funny movie, you know. It's just a fun movie. It's one you can go and you can enjoy. And, and the fact that it's, we're what, 30 years later? Yeah. Uh, however long, we're still enjoying it because yes. it's still that good of a movie. You can find it on Disney+. Plus. It's there. Uh, definitely one to watch. So, all righty. Well, I thought about announcing our next movie, but I'm going to keep it a surprise. Oh. Do I have have I started watching it? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh. No. But I'm thinking it's time. Given that it's the month of April, uh, I think it's important that maybe it's time to do a very, very, very specific movie. Oh no. So uh, I just can't wait. It's gonna be a surprise. So <laughs> oh, hey, no. thank you guys for uh thank you guys for listening. We're getting a, a lot more people who are are tuning in. So if you have any questions for us, you can check us out on Instagram. What's our Instagram handle? It's a classic underscore pod. And it's a classic underscore pod. <laughs> you can uh, you can make comments. You can tell us if we are hitting the mark or whatever. Uh, and, and maybe there's some movies you want us to talk about. Of course. But, uh, until next time, this is Nathan. This is Jessica. Have a great time. Watch some movies and enjoy them. See you later. Bye. Bye.